Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Good evening. Thank you for joining us in the cheap seats. Massive show. And how's this for a lineup? Now, Tristina Talks Showbiz plus Adam Rosenbach is back to recap sport. Exactly. Exactly. Plus, back from a big trip, a very special guest. I'm sorry, sorry uh, about your loss, but... I'm scattering my hamster's ashes in Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. No, straight from the real love boat. It's the one and only Daniel Doody. Exactly. Well, what a week it's been. Joe Biden warns of a nuclear Armageddon. Nuclear Armageddon. Nuclear Armageddon. Now, sure, this trip in tap isn't going to bring on Armageddon, <laughs> but you have to agree, it is pretty annoying. Don't, 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 don't touch it, don't touch don't it. Don't touch it. That's from Better Bunkers and Gardens, which is coming soon. <laughs> well, it may as well have, because there's been wild weather across the country. A rain bomb is looming. Thunderstorm asthma. Are we talking about a rain bomb again? The, the Frankenstorm. Then another rain bomb as as well as what is being called a zombie vortex. Jesus! <laughs> what is going on? It's cloudy with a chance of brain. Yes! <laughs> I mean, just how powerful are these storms? The water's power was on full display as we watched this beam <laughs> floating down the road. Oh, no! It was recycling day oh, as no. well! <laughs> That's one of the new sports for the Commonwealth Games. That's yeah. going to be fantastic. <laughs> well, New South Wales have suffered its wettest ever year, according to the official data. According to data from Google, when will the rain stop was the most searched for phrase. Followed closely by big naturals. No. That's... <laughs> and... <laughs> Might just clear search history. <laughs> well, the wet weather, Mel, it's already causing chaos. A white wedding at Windsor turning 50 shades of grey. Wow. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> The bride wore the leather, which was a beautiful touch. <laughs> so many people are caught up in this weather. Shane Warwick and Andrew Davis are just two of the beef cattle farmers who've been isolated, desperate to get something done, watching the value of their properties and farms decline. We were looking to get our weaners out for the sale. <laughs> Farmer really wants a wife. Yeah. That's the new show coming soon. Well, if the weather has been a big talking point. And TV channels covered it differently. Difference between ABC weather and Channel 7 weather. <laughs> Slightly different. Slightly different. Actually, out of interest, what are they called? We've got Liza Minnelli. We've got Bob Fosse. Michael Jackson. We might cut that there. We might. Um, good to see little Rolf Harris on the end there looking well. Well, look, forget dancing dogs, Mel. Seven News hired a ventriloquist. And we begin in Bathurst. In a moment... That Matt is amazing. That is incredible. Race, but first, let's go to Ruben Spargo, who has police warnings for race dollars. Amazing. Typical women talking over men. <laughs> let's get the latest from Victoria. In Melbourne, where there are concerns storms could stir up a deadly asthma event. Chris, what are the details on this? Oh, no! <laughs> I think it's already hit the Gold Coast. <laughs> 
still, though, there is some good weather around. The start of summer signals the opening of the Mullumbimby swimming pool. Residents in the northern rivers are invited to drop in for a swim. <laughs> and an ear infection. Yeah. Um, BYO chlorine. Yes. <laughs> 50, 50 shades of brown, that pool's yeah. going on, right? Well, look, with all this wet weather, thankfully, some events are still on. And can you hear the drums for Nando? Sadly, not this year, while the other festival has been postponed. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? No, it's been cancelled. <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme a refund. <laughs> what is going on there? Actually, just sticking with the weather, Mel, I've noticed on 7 News, the weather presenters approach the desk for a chat. There they are there. Nice touch. Having a, having a good chat. 9 News, on the other hand, a little less friendly. <laughs> no time for a chat. Trying to get to that Mullumbimby pool. Yes. Yeah. We're moving on now, Mel, and of course the Optus crisis rolls on. Many Optus customers are considering changing to another company. But for many, changing telcos is too big of a task. <laughs> That's too big of a phone. <laughs> What's going on there? Well, Mel, sticking with scammers, and you may remember a few weeks ago, Channel 7 brought in a cyber security expert. And supervillain. That's coming back to bite us now. All this delicious data is sitting with the telcos and it's very attractive to attackers to attack. <laughs> No. We owe him an apology. He is not a supervillain at all. He is a cyber security guru. To come into the building here, I had to give a whole lot of personal information. I'm confessing on air now, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> he said he'd read all the terms and conditions, but he hadn't. Oh, I'm a supervillain. Lied about the background check. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Still, though, weeks into the Optus crisis, and yet more personal information is being shared. Hi, my name's Liz. I'm a mum of three and I once brushed my teeth with deep heat. <laughs> she also puts Colgate on her lower back. Yes. Well, that's from the chase, Mel, and I love the contestant intros on the chase. Are they intros or voicemail messages? Hi, I'm Vic. I'm currently not working at the moment. <laughs> so leave a message at the beep and I'll get back to you. So Contestants have to tell us their hobbies, interests. Exactly. Although I reckon this guy made his hobby up on the spot. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm a retired policeman and I love to wear Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Still though, Mel, I love the chase intros for the drama. Hi, I'm Julie. I've been in the Royal Australian Navy for over 40 years and I'm married to David. Hi, I'm David. Whoa! Whoa! I did not see that coming. What a twist. Can we say that again? And I love to wear Hawaiian shirts. Yes. He does. Well, let's get a move on and get the latest from London. <laughs> well, um, we start here in the UK. Um, if you can see me, I'm at a slight distance. We might come back to that. Well, this week, the Conservative Party conference was held in the UK, and gee, what an exciting event. While in England we have now virtually eliminated waits of over two years, we are speeding up our What an exciting community event. <laughs> Cost of living has gotten so high, they've just decided to die. Yes. Let's speak to someone who was at the event. Now we can carry on talking and hope that, that all the technical issues, there you go, they're being fixed as we speak. Yeah, can you hear me, Lord Pickles? <laughs> <laughs> Lord Pickles? 
<laughs> first name Dill. So. Well, speaking of exciting launches, this week Channel 10 held their upfront event in Sydney, revealing all the exciting shows coming back next year. Then we heard this. Our award-winning comedies, Have You Been Paying Attention and The Cheap Seats. Have been cancelled. No, no, no. <laughs> said we're cancelled and our whole studio audience clapped. <laughs> no. And some of our producers as well, yeah. by the way. Well, I, I think we're coming back next year. Well, right? We're not sure. We haven't got the official call yet. We're still waiting on that official call. That... Oh. Oh. What's that? Who could that be? <laughs> Just get my phone. <sighs> Hello? Hello? No, that might be my it phone. It might be your phone. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's a, sorry, no, it's a, it's a flip phone. <laughs> Hello? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Got it. That's... No. Okay. Thank you. That's... um. Oh, that was Grant, Grant Denier, actually. Oh, was it really? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> he says we're back! The cheap seats are back for 2023. We were, of course, both at the Upfront event. Mel, I yeah. think we've got a photo. Look, there's me with Julia <laughs> uh, Can we zoom in on Tim here? <laughs> yes. Wow. I'm hosting the Aussie version of Botched, which is, <laughs> which is coming back. Uh, look, we are coming back. Great to be back. It was announced in Sydney and to the crowd were loving it. Our award-winning comedies <laughs> have you been paying attention in the cheap right. seats. We'll be back next year and after the break, right here. <laughs> the cheap seats. And it's time to head across the ditch. Thank you. Well, let's take a look at the top stories across the ditch. First, 14 youths arrested for suspected involvement in aggravated robberies. Also, video of officer appearing to repeatedly punch alleged offender referred to IPCA. And a British woman sent to hospital after a dog poops in her mouth. We've all been there, haven't we? Look, I think we laughed over what Ingrid Hipkiss said at the end there, that I want to play it again. What? And just, just wait for her response. The hospital after a dog poops in her mouth. We've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> Ingrid! I mean, we're laughing, but when it's the Queen and a Corgi, it's slightly different. It's a, it's a slightly different meaning. What else is happening across the ditch, Mel? Well, I'm glad you asked. It was local election week this wow. week, though I get the sense some of the new mayors didn't want to win. But for today, spending time with his nearest and dearest to celebrate the win. So I'm going out to meet family shortly, <laughs> um, and then I'm going to a local restaurant. He's going to get some antidepressants. He won. He won. <laughs> he genuinely won. <laughs> Look, with new mayors being elected, some are asking the old mayors for advice. He's just 23 years old, which would make him the youngest ever mayor in New Zealand's history. Have you got any advice for him should he take the job? Well, yes. Um, I'd say watch your back. <laughs> and, um, don't trust everyone. All right, so Tim, we will leave it there. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Or a 
threat. Yes. I don't know. So who are some of these new mayors? Well, let's meet one. The new mayor wants more control over council bureaucracy. So that's Wayne Brown, the mayor to fix Auckland. He can't even fix his own side. Wow. <laughs> but I think he might have to get over his fear of microphones first. Wayne, and transport board is remaining. In the meantime, are you happy? You've got to watch your back. <laughs> well, of course, the other big story was an exploding hybrid car battery. Don't worry, everyone in the car was fine. His car was repaired last week and was fitted with a new battery. Just driving to work and smoked petrol, but I thought it was petrol in the car, and then drove another K and the smoke started to come out. <laughs> those, those are his dogs, uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> little Bill Cosby on the right there. <laughs> And to add insult to injury, those dogs later shat in his mouth. <laughs> what else happened to the dog guy? Well, he was quick to respond. Uh, I was a bit confused, to be honest, because I didn't know what to do, and I thought, I'll ring my assistant, she'll know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought better of it and rang the fire brigade. OK, yeah. go. And that was... <laughs> Speaking of cars, Sunday saw the running of the Bathurst 1000 Mel and Channel 7 had special coverage. That is Bathurst in the corner there. And the masked singer in the top left. What is going on? Well, it's unfair because Channel 7 had uninterrupted coverage. Holdsworth goes P2. Mustard down the... To continue watching Seven's coverage <laughs> of the Rock Coast Supercars Seriously, why was Seven's coverage so bad? Seven's coverage of the Repco Bathurst 1000 is brought to you by Optus. <laughs> Perfect. The, the race was won by a Russian guy with Garth Tander's driver's licence, so <laughs> well done. I think Seven tried to cut costs this year. To continue watching Bathurst, just purse your lips together and go... <laughs> Still sad, though. The last time we'll ever see a Holden impersonator at Bathurst. <laughs> sad time. <laughs> Look, Channel 7's coverage featured Mark Beretta, Mel McLaughlin... And a serial killer. A top ten shootout just a few hours away. <laughs> just good to see Bruce McAvaney of the races, isn't it? <laughs> But on Saturday, though, it was all about one thing. We are counting down to the top ten shootout. The top ten shootout. 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 We got the top ten shootout. We're ready. Top ten shootout has been cancelled. Oh, okay. That's... <laughs> well, the conditions were terrible. Thousand k's. What's this rain going to do, though? Yeah, it's chaos here. No, no, it's, it's sunny at the moment. Yesterday was dry, but. But it is chaos, it's chaos. <laughs> Thankfully, though, the fans are staying strong. And those potentially looking at camping along the riverbanks, uh, along the Macquarie River, which is generally quite picturesque, over the coming days may not be so. <laughs> so picturesque. Uh, leaning Tower of Piss. Yes. Well, the drivers had to deal with wet weather. So how do you explain wet weather tyres in a way Bathurst fans will understand? When it's really wet, you want the pressure pretty well up on this. It becomes a bit like a stiletto. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so like thongs, but for chicks. Yes. <laughs> Look, all weekend, the drivers, they've been signing shirts, flags. What else? Look, we've seen some strange things. There's sort of been lingerie and all that sort of stuff. We better not go too far into the PG rating no, sort of side of things. It's still daytime. Um, but, yeah, I, I think just everything today's been very wet. <laughs>
Get your wieners out. No. <laughs> Lingerie, or as I call it, thongs for chicks. <laughs> Look, the kids at Bathurst wanted to talk to the drivers. It's just not the Channel 7 reporters. There's a kid over here. He's got his Repco umbrella. He's got the Repco hat on. Sorry, Sam, we're putting in the rain here. And he's just loving life. This is what it's like down here. We're in amongst it. Hey, little mate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, this is going well. Just turn around. We want to see your hat up. Look at him. Loving life. Oh, look. He, this, that face says a thousand things. Loving life. Still, the message to fans was simple. And I'll tell you what I want you all to do. Put your nose out to the wind. Okay. Have a sniff. Smell the drama. <laughs> I think it's just Lynx Africa. No. <laughs> Well, that's Mark Larkham, Larko Mel, the most hands-on reporter. I reckon that's really cool. That is a really hairy set of legs. I don't know whose those are. Ooh, not, ooh, not very happy with that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I want to talk about aquaplaning. It's a serious topic. A serious, it's a serious topic. So is consent. Yes. <laughs> he was wearing some lovely stilettos, though, by the way, that man. <laughs> then, though, Mel, came the big race around that historic... Bathurst circuit. Millions of people around the world watching, waiting for you to stuff this up. That's like what our producers say to us before the show. Well, millions. millions. Yeah. Look, Fox Sports had expert analysis from Mark Scaife, and gee, the viewers were hanging off his every word. Our race leader is Greg Murphy. Cool. <laughs> Great insights. Cool. At the end of the day, racing is a tough game. The trouble is, we just can't decide what game it is. Every corner is going to be a bit of a guessing game. It's almost like a game of Tetris. They can play that seesaw game. They are playing very high-stakes poker, high-speed chess game, high-speed snakes and ladders. Richie Stanaway starting from fourth. Do you want to play eeny, meeny, miny, mo? No, we don't have time. We don't have time. But big congratulations to the winners, Shane Van Gisberg and Garth Tander. Last ever win for Holden. And they woke up the next morning with today. How are you feeling? Um, well, we were quick yesterday, but not so fast this morning. So, <laughs> yeah, no, obviously. Tell us <laughs> In spirit only. Look, I've been there as well. Yep. Okay, then he's, I think he's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. No, no, we've got to take a break. Back with more on the Tuesday. <laughs> All things art and entertainment with our cultural correspondent from Nova FM, it's Mel Tresino! What's been happening this week? Okay, it's been a huge week of TV with a real love boat premiering here on 10. We met the cast on Wednesday night. Exciting That's a yellow card, my friend. <laughs> You're on thin ice. It's a show where sexy singles embark on the romantic voyage of a lifetime in the hope of finding their perfect match. But in a shock twist, mm. the singles can only communicate in screams. Your love boat adventure starts here. Are we ready? <laughs> How you all doing? <laughs> Benvenida a Barcelona. <laughs> wow. They've just seen the ratings. Um, <laughs> No, unfortunately, the singles can talk. I'm Dan. Pretty good. Dan, nice to meet you. Is that short for... Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I want to 
I thought Danthony, but... <laughs> <laughs> so it seems names are not their strong suit. So both of you were lovely people. It was lovely to meet both of you. But I think that I just had a little bit more in common with you, Chris. That's fine. Good brother. It's all good. Who do you mean? It's all you. What? Do you want to go on the left? Yes, I'm Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. Short for Chris. Yes. <laughs> I, th I think Chris had done the sensible thing and jumped overboard already. So. Over on Seven's the new season of Australia's Got Talent premiered on Sunday night. Before then, we got this promo for a pole dancer who brought a tear to the judge's eye, but I do wonder if Seven are over-egging their promos. That was like a piece of art. Absolutely incredible. I almost want to cry. <laughs> what a beautiful picture that is right there. <laughs> He won the $10,000, but they had to stuff it into his underwear. Oh, <laughs> this week, we had the finale of The Amazing Race Australia. This season, we saw teams travel to far-off destinations like Belize, Turkey, Mexico. So which exotic city do they end up in? Our four remaining teams are in the lively port city of Fremantle, Western Australia. <laughs> and fittingly, one of the uh, final challenges saw contestants sampling true Australian culture. <sighs> Check. Check. Looks good, guys. Now it's time to scull a massive beer. Oh, Cheers. That's Australia's Got Talent right there. Yeah. And to Seven's Extreme Weddings Australia now, where an outback wedding saw a bride arrive on a camel, but she had to give her father a bit of a warning. So I reckon we'll have to remind Dad he can't wear his thongs tomorrow, that he's got to wear his good shoes. Yeah, because you definitely don't want to get stomped on by a huge camel toe. <laughs> yourself. <laughs> In the latest episode of The Kardashians on Disney Plus, Kim clarified her eating habits, I think. I'm not sure if I've ever clarified this, but I'm what I think they call a flexitarian, which is like vegan sometimes and just not other times. So, YOLO. Wow. I, I believe that's called being a drainer. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chloe revealed that she's actually gone to jail. I think I was 22. I went to jail for a DUI. Your mugshot's really cute. My mom has my mugshot framed. <laughs> it's in the pool room along with Kim's sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> but surely her cute crime shot was a fluke. Pretty bland. Malika did my hair for my mugshot. I did my own makeup. But I've never been to jail since. Oh, what a what a waste of a perfectly good mugshot. <laughs> Speaking of, I actually have um, my favourite mugshot in a frame as well. Oh. <laughs> keep going, keep going. What other bits of my face have you got for a spell? <laughs> and you know I love a dog show, so it's time for my brand new, totally original segment. Welcome to Paul for the cup day. <laughs> That's right. Poor 
Pacific Update. Oh. A segment where I bring you up to speed on the latest season of It's Me or the Dog UK. <laughs> a show that assists people who have dogs that are destroying their lives, like this dog. Today's challenge, an anxious dog whose obsession with light reflections is ruining family life. World War Three could start and she'll still be fixated on that reflection. Aww. Were they hoping to enlist the dog? <laughs> I can relate. Sometimes you just walk past a reflection and you go, oh, I look so good. <laughs> uh, but the real reason to watch this show is for moments like this. Shelby, a cockapoo puppy who's like Jekyll and Hyde. She pooped in their mouth, though. Was about too, too much. So the show's all about innovative ideas to fix a dog's behavioural problems. Innovative ideas like this. With his training underway and a pimped-up crate, Shelby's looking more angelic by the second. Aww. Aww. Locking up something that's annoying. Does that work, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Uh, that's my week in arts and entertainment. So would you please thank Mel Tresina! Another massive week in the sporting arena. Take us through it all. Would you please welcome Adam Rosenbaum? Thank you. Thank you. Lovely to see you. Thanks for coming back. Pleasure. Now, I saw you guys talking about Bathurst before. Yes. And my favourite Bathurst story came from a few years ago. Now, this is when they brought in alcohol restrictions into Bathurst. Now, I don't know if you remember this, Mel, but they made it so that people could only bring in one slab per person per day. <laughs> oh, wow. And there that was is... an outrage. Oh, <laughs> Political <laughs> correctness gone mad. It is, it's crazy. Like, who amongst us hasn't been there on their 23rd can and gone, God, I could go another slab <laughs> right now. <laughs> You know, what am I going to do after lunch? That's right. It's unfair. It was a big weekend at Bathurst. It was. So to kick off sport tonight, uh, I've brought in this clip from Bathurst at 8 o'clock in the morning. But I'd invite you in for coffee, but I've got no. So do you want a bourbon? Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. You only allow one bottle of bird a bourbon a day. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I just saw it. It's 8 a.m. An espresso martini would have been nice. That's That's exactly right. Right. It's your morning drink. But a bourbon in a tent at 8 a.m. in the morning, God, that takes me back to losing my virginity. Yeah. yeah. Big hello to uh, Kayla if you're out there. That's how I do it, Tim, one day. <laughs> and I believe you brought in a clip. Let's just... <laughs> I don't think we have that. No. But a big weekend on the mountain. It was. The wild weather uh, obviously continued across the weekend and it caused some trouble for Craig Lowndes. Triple Eight and others. This is Craig Lowndes. When Craig Lowndes is dealing with it, I can see all the water coming up. Here's another angle. Look at that. Where are those intersection windscreen wiper people when you yeah. 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 You know, that just reminds me of every Australian when they get in a hire car. Yes. <laughs> you go, damn right, this Kia Rio can go off-road. <laughs> the way we roll. But the bad weather made visibility quite bad as well. The conditions are an off coming in the pit lane, of all things. Well, visibility's pretty bad out there for these drivers. <laughs> When your bonnet's up, yeah. When your bonnet's on your windscreen, that's when visibility is up. Right, yes. But uh, his three Pomeraniums are OK. Oh, so, yeah, okay. so that's quite lucky, yeah. He rang his assistant. I know you were worried, yeah. Now, of course, the A-League season kicked off over the weekend yes. and Melbourne Victory unveiled their marquee signing, Portuguese superstar Nanny. And I've got to say, it was a lovely touch by security to allow a meet-and-greet post-game. They uh, were bottle every... Oh, my God, my God. <laughs> oh, going crazy here as well. Unbelievable. Hang on, bud. Mid-interview, buddy. Mid-interview. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, fellas. Wait a second. 
Wow. I've got to ask, you played on some of the biggest <laughs> stage. I love it. Na nanny became a nanny. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy came in at the end and grabbed those kids like it was Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> Was it like five kids? There are only three in the stadium, so that was amazing. <laughs> I want to know whose boot they took. Yes. <laughs> What's going on there? Uh, now, no, normally Titus would have that information. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the English Premier League, uh, I can handle it. It's okay. <laughs> now, in the English Premier League, the commentators like to eloquently paint a picture for their audience. And so, amid this maelstrom of mutual antipathy, Arsenal and Tottenham, eyeball to eyeball again. Wow. Wow. Beautiful, isn't it? Now, Poetry, contrast yeah. that with the commentary in the A-League. turns inside, denied by J.B. Young. Leckie again, and now McLaren. <laughs> Beautiful poetry, isn't it? Yeah. It's lovely. It's lovely. Like you know what? I actually think there should be more swearing in commentary. You know, like for a night game, when it gets to 8.30, you put the kids to bed because things are about to get a little fruity. And I just think it would make... Well, how good would some racy commentary have been, say, when John Aloisi's penalty kick yes. put Australia into the World Cup? Yes. Aloisi lining up, coming in to put us into the World Cup, and he's f***ing kicked it! Oh, my God! so much better. Yeah. Now, uh, when there's a corner kick in soccer, uh, the teams are always doing their best to try and create chaos yes. as the ball is coming in. But Russian side FC Kimki took it to a whole new level. <laughs> How weird is that? Yeah. yeah. They also scored a goal later when the goalie had girl germs. Was that a set play or were the Russian team trying to annex that part of the ground? <laughs> what was going on there? That's actually how Russians avoid conscription. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Is it really? One too far. One too far. <laughs> no, that was fucking unbelievable. <laughs> I can stay. Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, to basketball, and a huge shout-out to the Adelaide 36ers, who incredibly beat the Phoenix Suns during the week in the NBA preseason. So they flew over there to take on one of the NBA teams? Yeah, in the preseason, yeah. and it's never happened uh, from an Australian team before, and they got up and won. And it's kind of like, to me, it's the biggest victory since Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes <laughs> beat those aliens. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. They made a doco about that. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> Now, to the NFL, where the Thursday night game between the Broncos and the Colts was so boring that not even the commentators could get involved. You know, I'm only half kidding, but sometimes a game can be, at least at this point, so bad, it's almost good. You know what I'm saying? No. no. <laughs> Okay, there you go. So bad, it's good. That's how I describe my sex life. Oh, yeah, so keep that one in the pocket. Um, and do you, do you normally watch it from that far away? Too? <laughs> yeah, in the Goodyear blimp. In the Goodyear blimp. Absolutely. Well, New York Giants player Darnay Holmes showed us the best way I've ever seen to recover from an injury. What? <laughs> Again. No. <laughs> and finally, Ali Langdon showed us how much she loves her NFL, as you can see by her attention to detail when she's talking about the San Francisco 49ers. They uh, were watching um, some footy game mm. in America, the Rams and the San Francisco 69ers playing a rubbish <laughs> game. <laughs> Forty. 49ers. That sounds much more interesting. <laughs>
On that note, we'll be back right after the break. Would you please thank Adam Rosenbach? guest is a reporter and entertainer currently cruising the seas on the real love boat. Daddy Doody's here! Mm, chocolate, yes, oh. Lovely chocolate! <laughs> yes, it's hammer time! Oh, it's going down a treat! Zippity Doody, here we go! <laughs> Let it out, dude. <laughs> don't tear my heart, my achy, breaky heart. Please don't take my Would you please welcome one and only Mr. Daniel Dooney! The love Stop singing. We... We've played way too much of the song. We, we can't afford it. We can't afford it. You can sing Oaky Breaky Heart, though, if you do. <laughs> yes. Daniel Dooney, what a pleasure it is to have you. We're massive fans. Thank you for joining us on the show. Oh, Mel and David, it's great to be here. Yeah. Great to be here. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> well, of course, you're one of the hosts of the, of the Real Love Boat, so it's great to have an audience. Snap! Judy, it is great to have you here. We're massive fans, and, of course, you're one of the crew on the Real Love Boat, which yes. launched last week. What's the show about? Yeah, so basically, in a nutshell, it's singles uh, coming on board a ship trying to find true love, and we are helping them to navigate their way on a beautiful journey and see love blossom. Yes. <laughs> I love a love show with no escape. No. <laughs> trust, trust me, that does help. <laughs> that does help. Now, on the ship, you're the head of entertainment. Yes. What does that mean? So, pretty much, I. Dance around the ship, prancing around, and... You don't know what it means, No, do I don't. <laughs> I just basically have a really good time. Well. I shimmy most of the time throughout each episode, and really I don't know what it's about, what I do. Of course, it's, it's on board a, one of the princess cruisers, I think the Ruby Princess, and... <laughs> but it's on, it's, it's, it's on board a cruise. Have you done much cruising before? Yes, so this uh, was my second cruise. Oh, wow. um, I... Uh, my first cruise was 12 years ago, and that's where I met my wife. Yes, you revealed that on Wednesday night. Can we take a look? You know, you're no stranger to cruises. I met my wife 12 years ago on a cruise ship. Wow. Well, you did say it just there. I don't know why I needed to play the clip. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, you didn't believe, did you? Yeah, I was like, we did it. Look at the day. What an amazing story, though. So you met, met your yes. wife on a, on, on a cruise ship. Yeah, that's I right. Believe, I believe we got a clip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But tell us about that. Yeah. No, not on the real love boat, by the way. So. Oh, well, I wasn't a contestant. No. <laughs> OK, good. So 12 years ago, we met uh, in Turkey. Were you both guests on the cruise? No, well, I was working as an entertainer and she was a passenger. Forbidden love. Wow. Oh, my God. I know. Don't tell the captain. <laughs> Your job is to help the couples connect and there's already been some incredible chemistry. Fun love. <laughs> yeah. In love boat. Yeah, it's the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, awesome. Oh, well, that's cool. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Katie's obviously very nice. Um, could have spoke a lot longer, actually, so yeah, right. that's a nice sign. <laughs> Do you see a future for those two? Okay, yes. we'll take that as a, <laughs> that as a comment. Well, you're a natural on the show because everywhere you go, Duty, beautiful romance blossoms. Uh, oh, adopting. Ado oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you just have this amazing ability to connect couples. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, they're really 
Seeing the spark there. They were. That, <laughs> seeing sparks flying. And, yeah. That's, of course, you on Studio 10. You've been a roving reporter there for a while. How did you get that gig? I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, look, um, my boss, uh, Tamara, hello, uh, she slid into my DMs on Twitter and uh, next minute I was the roving reporter on Studio 10 and I love it. The team is just absolutely amazing. And we love you on the show because you, you get to cover all the big events... Here's you at the Denny Ute muster. Decked out with aerials and suspension and swag in the oh, back. Vicky, oh. that is my type of ute. Here's my bacon and egg roll. Can you hold on that uh, for a moment? No. There's so many performers uh, here at the Denny Ute muster festival. I get, I get the feeling you didn't like the roll. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> well, that's it was a great event. Do you have to pretend like you love the food you're eating when you're on Studio 10? No, not at all. Really? Oh. Because we saw this clip. Mmm. Delicious. I like that. Oh, I totally agree. I love it. Mm. I love it. And I'm not even joking. I love it. Mm. I love it. I absolutely love it. Look at that. Let me just... Oh. That is delicious. Can you save that for me for later? <laughs> Thank you so much. You did not like that ice cream at all, did you? I love that food. To be honest, I only had three minutes to do that live cross. Yeah. So they were in my ear saying, Duty, you have three minutes, yes. and I needed to go through six people. So it was... And you hated every single one of those people. <laughs> Admit it. No, no, it's a fantastic... Where was... I don't... That was a great... <laughs> Great Ocean Road, fantastic community. I loved it. Well, I love them. Duty, we love Todd. Just before, uh, <laughs> I just uh, as seen on Chemist Warehouse. Oh, yeah. What? Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happening? So if you tune into uh, it, Studio Ten, you'll be able to. a promo for Studio Ten in a bra. <laughs> yeah. It's good. What is this? I don't know. You ask Mel. Mel should know what this is all about. I'm not wearing a. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Baby. <laughs> what that I learned, it. though, from that, it's not a rotation, it's up and down. Is it oh, really? That's how you get it going. Oh, you can catch Daniel Duty on The Real Love Boat <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday nights and on 10 and most mornings on Studio 10. Ladies, well, no, 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 wait. I've got a little gift. I've got a little gift. <laughs> what is happening? I've got a little gift. There you oh go. Oh, my God. And there's a special message oh. in there for you both. Come on. I love it. Can you save it for later? <laughs> Very quick, very quick. Okay. Do you okay, want me to take off right. the bra or just a little something for oh you guys to remember me just before you go to bed at night? It's a signed Daniel Duty photo! <laughs> From one naughty boy to another, enjoy Duty, ladies and gentlemen. What an absolute treat to have this man at the desk. <laughs> died. <laughs> you can catch Daniel on The Real Love Boat Wednesday and Thursday nights here on 10 and most mornings on Studio 10. Ladies and gentlemen, what an absolute pleasure. Would you please thank Daniel Jr. <laughs>
$845 a month. These aren't my numbers. These are numbers from the people that do the numbers. OK, great. <laughs> great. Well, President Joe Biden knows the numbers. Let me start off with two words. Two words. Made in America. Okay. <laughs> Made in America. Yeah, keep repeating it. <laughs> well, let's head to Sky News now, Mel, where host Peter Credlin lost confidence in herself mid-sentence. Right, that's it for me tonight. Not here tomorrow night. I'm filming a documentary. More on that next week. Pretty exciting. I hope it is. <laughs> Flexitarianism. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's about a poodle who can ride a scooter. It is well worth a look. Amazing. Well, no-one on Sky News has more confidence than Rowan Dean. Well, this is the show where conservative is cool, so why not date a conservative? <laughs> <laughs> No! <laughs> Stick around, though. Married at Far Right is coming soon. It's, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be great. That, that's not my suggestion. That's from the people who do the suggestions. Um, I mean, what's not to like, Mel? Rowan, he, he, he loves rap music. Let's have a quick listen to Zuby's hit, OK Dude. OK. Can't play it, OK? OK, great. <laughs> Well, let's go to Charles Croucher now. He knows how to start an interview. I'm with 60 Minutes reporter Tom Stifford, and he joins us now. Morning, Tommy. Uh, she doesn't love you. Oh. <laughs> so why not date a conservative? <laughs> well, Mel, it gives me great pleasure to say this. It's been a while, but it's time for... What's on in the warehouse? That's right, it's back. It's where we find out what's on, what's on in the warehouse. <laughs> what's on in the warehouse this week, Tim? So glad you asked. This week, <laughs> it's all about ageing. Growing older is a privilege and an adventure. And there are amazing things like retirement and grandchildren, and then there are other things like incontinence. She <laughs> <laughs> looked right at it. Yes. Wow. Look, it's not all about the toilet. What do you do when you have those unpleasant feelings in your stomach from constipation? When I'm constipated, I just want to stay home and hide in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and not talk about it on television. <laughs> when I'm constipated, I'm just sitting there on my stool and... <laughs> When I have diarrhoea, I'm a social butterfly. Yes. <laughs> what else is happening in the warehouse? Grace, have you ever heard of the saying, you don't know what you've got until it's gone? Well, I think it extends to not appreciating a clear nose until you're suffering from nasal congestion. That's so true. OK. <laughs> that classic saying, yes. red nose at night, irrigator's delight. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know the song. You don't know until you're suffering from nasal congestion. Exactly. <laughs> they paved paradise, put in a nascent in. Wow. <laughs> Wowee. Wowee. Can we hear some more? <laughs> Can't play it. OK. okay. Good. On that note, we're done. We'll see you next week right here. Oh. In the